Okay, because it's what a test, do you do? though. Yeah, it's a oh. test. I was yeah. going to tell you, when I was trying to leave, the gato was being so cute, and I couldn't handle it. He was just, like, on his belly all stretched out, and he was like, oh, pet me. And no. I was just like, I have to. Who is but this? The cat that uh, I live with. Gato. Yeah, <laughs> the, El Gato. And he, uh, yeah, he was just being so cute and adorable. He just got back from kitty vacation, so he's, like, adjusting. Aww. He has to go upstate periodically. Um because he's my roommate's cat, uh, and she was, like, out of the country for, like, a couple weeks. Um, and I was, like, out of town during the same time. So, like, it just – he needed to not be left alone. It's kind you of know what I mean? like, um, so. like what parents tell kids when their pets <laughs> when die. Like, oh, <laughs> the cat went upstate. Went on kitty, kitty, kitty. Yeah. <laughs> he went up <laughs> But he keeps coming back. He's so. fucking Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he always comes back. <laughs> start on my um, timer, which I forget to do. Yeah, let regularly. everybody know that right yeah. up front. <laughs> look at me focused and paying attention. My phone's on airplane mode. Look at you. We are just You were on time today? Second. I was on time today <laughs> within 10 minutes of when I was supposed to be here, which for me is like is on time. I gave record. It to you. Yeah. No, I will take it. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. I'm regularly very late for things. Yeah. Not Welcome because I don't point. care, but because I do too many things. Yeah. Welcome to What's the Point, where we're on time. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm Amanda. Oh, I'm Teppa. I was hoping you would jump in, but... No, I was... It's okay. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? What are we doing? Um, are we recording? We are recording. Mm. Oh, great. You didn't know that? No, I've, I did. Oh, okay. I was um, trying to make a joke, and it wasn't funny, <laughs> clearly. Anywho, right. let's just move on, because this yeah. intro is tough. It's tough. It's, it's interesting. Um, okay, so now it's You want to go first? Down. Sure. I know exactly what I'm talking about today. Is that sarcastic? No, I really okay. know what I'm Yeah, then you should definitely <laughs> We're go We're not first. reading each other very well. <laughs> um, I haven't had a lot of sleep. It's okay. All right, so like it affects my ESP. Yeah, I have to talk about the obvious. Um, we're throwing a '90s, early 2000s party today, um, uh-huh. and I bought. There will be pics. There will be pictures. We have disposable cameras, mm-hmm. Polaroids. We have a bucket for your cell phones. Um, we because have. People didn't have cell phones in the '90s. No. I think I think they my roommate had... said earlier, if you bring a brick phone, you can keep that on you. <laughs> or a pager. Or a pager. Um, and yeah, we got ring pops and warheads and flaming hot Cheetos and Capri Sun. Can I say that? And I'm wearing overalls. Warheads remind me of going to the skating rink as a kid. That's like I Why is that? Because <laughs> I ate them at the skating rink. Oh. But they, it's just like such a tied memory that I can't isolate those two things that's crazy how yeah. things just like bring you right back right too. yeah it's so weird yeah also i will say i didn't like warheads but everyone else liked them so much that i would always eat them and pretend to be into it oh my gosh <laughs> i was like trying to fit in but like i did not like them i never thought they were sour enough i was like Ooh, i can I handle more sour. yeah they were too sour for me i was Mm-mm. competitive even with eating sour things. I and guess. I would I would have been that kid that had been like, yeah, me either. They're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and like 
like choking on it when you're not looking. Yeah. Mm-mm. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. It's a fun throwback. We're going to listen to a lot of NSYNC and That's Britney Spears plan. and Spice yeah. Girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and Missy Elliott was yes. in the clip our friend sent us. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Um, she was like early 2000s, though, yeah? Which yeah, but we're that's obviously part of the incorporating <laughs> some of that. It's really like a 95 to 2003 sure. window. Uh, yeah, seems right. Okay. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. And Me I'm wearing too. overalls, and they're very comfortable. <laughs> I know. They look comfortable. I'm they still really wearing are. sweats <clears throat> because I was doing other things yeah. before. Yeah. Um, which is going to be my check-in if you want me to just segue. But oh, yeah, just, um, just I'll just segue right in there. Look at that. Uh, yeah, so I was working on – I was helping out a friend with a, a film project that he's working on. So I was um, – I never know how to say – PAing. Is that yeah. the verb? Yeah, I uh, think so. <laughs> I was being a PA on a, a – like, you know, a, a kind of a student film <clears throat> Uh, project today so but it's great uh I've worked on a few with him already and uh each one gets a little bit bigger and has more people helping and more gear That's and so it's cool. just yeah and it's such a great vibe um and so it, finish finish tagging on your story is I'm just wearing sweats but I came from there had to go back to my apartment pack all my shit for this party tonight <laughs> and I literally just threw stuff in a bag so I have so many outfit options but I also feel like I'm missing at least one piece of every outfit option <laughs> to actually okay. make it happen. Cool. So I'm going to need help picking. Um, Instagram will show you what we end up with. And yeah. So it was just a very hectic, chaotic day. Um, yeah. yeah. But what I will say about that is I actually uh, love working with, like just doing all the things, right? So doing stuff for PA. I was once the script supervisor for one of the projects. Um, and I've met so many really cool people. And even like one of the people today, like one of the actors was just like, if there's any like projects you're working on and you need to like someone to return the favor, just like, let me know. Always down to help. Like, yeah, just like people are just genuinely like they do this because they love doing it, which is also why I think there's no fucking money in it. (laughs) Um, you know, I, it's really cool to meet those people and have those networks. So I think you should do all the things, right? Yeah, I swallowed into the mic. Damn, I tried to stop it halfway. Um, but then one of the guys that I was talking to also that was helping um, PA, he was saying that, um, you know, he, you know, used to do acting a while ago and whatever. But he was saying that, like, he wished that he'd done more background work. And I remember last season we talked to Andrea um, and uh, who had talked a lot about some of the background work that she's doing and has done and has been doing so much more since, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, he he was saying that it's such a good opportunity to, like, learn about how, everything that goes into it and really getting to see the professionals, like, work, which is very yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and so because I, I don't know if I talked about this before on here, but I did um, some background work for the TV show Younger. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was amazing to see just, like, Hilary Duff and Sutton Foster just, like, walk in, do their <laughs> thing, and, like, walk back out. And I was just like, fuck, these people are so good at this, you know? <laughs> but it's really cool to, to actually watch them work and see what that looks like and how they interact with the directors and how even, like, the entirety of a crew on, like, a higher-budget shoot uh, just maneuvers and gets things ready and how they prep things. You know what I mean? Like, watching all of it happen in the background was so informative. And I think yeah. as a, you know, performer and somebody that – you know, wants to do more acting, I think that that helped me a lot. So my advice to the kids <laughs> is just do all the things, you know, try it out and you learn something from everything, you know, 
Yeah, I think that's so true. Yeah. I don't, I don't really have anything else to add. Okay. To that. <laughs> I think you nailed it. Thank you. That's great. Mm hmm. Cool. Okay. <laughs> I guess we'll take a break then. I. <laughs> What are you up to right now? Nothing? How would you like to do nothing while surrounded by thousands of screaming fans, overpaying for parking, overpaying for food, and overpaying for everything else? It sounds like you'd like to try attending a baseball game. America's favorite pastime, keyword being past, is the best way to do nothing. When you go to a baseball game, you're mostly watching nothing happen, but you have an excuse to buy a $16 beer and an $8 hot dog and ignore your family. And isn't that what America is really all about? Plus, while you're doing nothing and watching nothing, you may see incredible things that don't matter, like mediocre national anthem performances, proposal fails, rock-hard baseballs hitting you in the face at 90 miles per hour, people standing up, sitting down, and chanting all together for no apparent reason, people almost falling out of the bleachers to catch the aforementioned rock-hard ball hurtling toward them at 90 miles per hour. When you're at a baseball game, you're a true American. Need more time to do nothing? Try watching baseball games at home. Simply turn on ESPN, crack open a beer, and ignore your family from the comfort of your home. What a time to be alive. Let's get this started. I pressed record. <laughs> it's always a fucking surprise. I just, I'm always like, and I gotta keep you on your me? toes. Yeah, you do. You do a great job. And it especially helps because I'm never really paying attention to it, what's going on. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Okay. Um, all right. Here we are back. So we're here with our guest, Scott Anglin. Hi. Uh, Spell it for us. E-N-G-L-U-N-D. Yes. I think this might be... Also appropriate to point out that your full first name is Scotland. <laughs> I've been lying about that for so many years. It's actually Wait. Scott, but I just go as Scotland England. It's like on a credit card you have, is it not? It is. Yep. How did you <laughs> You lied that? to the Federal Bureau of Credit They don't need to know. I hope they're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, I did not know that was a lie. A lot That's of people so didn't funny. know that. Wow. Um, the person who told me to just say that my name was Scotland England was a Bible study leader. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I took it. <laughs> always listen to your Bible study leader. Well, I mean, I feel like <laughs> it's... I take it with a great In comedy, like, branding is so important, so just, like, live your brand. And my brand, and brand is was Scotland, Scotland England. England. Yeah, as your a full brand name. is countries that are part of the UK. <laughs> yeah. But spelled slightly different. <laughs> Very exactly. niche. To keep yeah. people on their toes. I yeah. like it. I like it. Very wow. geographical. I don't know anything about the world. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Only we'll the UK. Skip those questions. <laughs> uh, so Scotland, England, yeah. a comedian, if you haven't figured that out, uh, does sketch, stand up, and mm -hmm. something that is cabaret comedy? Is I, that I, what you said? I think the closest would be cabaret. There's it's music. Like writing musical comedy songs. So like, it's like yeah. a cabaret blend. Wait, hold on. It's a cabaret blend, kind of like a wine <laughs> blend. Yeah. Yeah. I distracted myself in the middle of my sentence. <laughs> I was like, wait, what are we, what are you talking about? <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay. Do you have any thoughts on our wind down? I have a lot of thoughts. Um, I have a lot of thoughts about background acting, and I kind of want to get oh my into God, that. Oh, do it. 
Tell me your perspective. Oh no, I think I would be awful at it because really? I used to do um, I used to do high school theater, uh-huh. and I was in You Can't Take It With You um, my sophomore year, and I was just on the stage, not really doing anything because I didn't have any lines, and my director was like, "You have to be an active." participant even though you don't have lines you have to be engaging also be <laughs> and my scene partner and I like took it to the extreme and we were like pantomiming like having a baby we were like talking with our hands too much yeah, yeah, yeah. and she was like tone it down and like even when it got on stage a lot of people came up to me and they're like I could not stop watching you and I don't think that was a good <laughs> I didn't service the play so right, right, right. I don't think Your I know how to, to be, be background not distracting yeah yeah, no, you'd be bad at it. Yeah, so I don't think I can do it. When you found your, you were good at comedy. Uh, <laughs> um, I think I, that's when I found out I was good at getting attention when I needed it. Mm. Yeah, a which is all the time. Skill. You know, I did the same thing one time. Uh, when I was in a our like third grade class, did like a dance to like Beauty and the Beast. Um, be our guest. I was like, what the fuck was that song? And I remember like, just sort of, I was not in like the main part, but I would just like do my own little spins and twirls like on the side. (laughs) It's the same thing. It's not like, I just need to be the at the center of everyone's attention. Look at me. Yeah. And I was Live not. Live part I was, to the fullest. <laughs> exactly. I was supposed to be a supporting role and I did, I fucked at supporting. So <laughs> didn't do it well. Amanda, did you do high school theater or like school theater? No. No. I never, I think I auditioned once and did not get cast in any, anything. BS. And one time, so I played the trumpet and so I tried to be in the pit and like there was always this one girl she and i were like the top two and we would like feud over like she she would always get first chair because she was like her tone was better but then i would have to teach her rhythms of stuff so i thought i should be first chair anyway she got to do it two years in a row and i was so mad they only needed one trumpet the last year and i didn't even get to be in the pit can i ask a follow-up question um (laughs) I only ever heard about chairs for the first time in, um, what is the show that I'm thinking of? Ellen Page is in it. The Umbrella Academy. Oh, okay. Have you guys seen that? I haven't no, seen it, but, but I've heard it's good. Oh my God. It's so good. Her character is a musician of some sort. I think it's violin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's Therapy. been a while since I've seen it. Okay. Fo- just follow along kids. Um, but so, no, so she is in this like, uh, music thing or whatever and she's auditions for a chair or something and so I was just like what the fuck is it so I don't understand can you explain what it um, means sh- I can try okay. you're also a music person maybe you can help me and also trumpet which is <laughs> yeah. another way where we overlap yeah oh. trumpet and piano we both played the same Damn. instruments yeah. in high school I there was wanted a- to play <laughs> so we we used to work together and one time we had to fill out like two truths and a lie as an icebreaker and we had enough stuff in common that we just filled out all the same things and then like people got... we have a lot of overlap <laughs> that's so funny it was yeah. really funny both yeah. of did our you do dads- that on purpose yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both of our dads are identical twins. <laughs> to each other. That's the craziest thing. <laughs> it took me a second. I was like, it was what? a reverse parent yeah. trap. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I think another one. Oh, then we, we went, put down that we went to the same music camp yeah. in Blue Michigan. Lake Fine Arts camp. <laughs> Were you there at the same time? 
I'll bet Maybe. we had to be. I only went one year. It was, I went too many years. You went a lot more. I, I think I went to like first six years. Yeah. Um, I went to um, Bible camp every summer. <laughs> gross. I know. It was. I want to hear everything. Uh, <laughs> Wait, VBS? I blocked so or... much of it out. Was it VBS, like Vacation Bible School? Yeah. Or, yeah. But like oh. at my school. So I don't know if it was some sort of knockoff brand. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of knockoff brands in the, <laughs> in the Christian world. There is. It was, it was Catholic. It was a Catholic version. Oh, so not real. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm evangelical, so. It's fine. So, I'm not so really anything. So back to chairs, yeah. if I can attempt to explain it. Basically, if you're better, you get a high like better number like first chair is the best but is, player. does it have to do with like position do you if you're so, like first are you in the front or is it like a it's like a um, ranking of sections yeah it's oh. a ranking so okay. or if it doesn't it sort of has to do with position but also mm-hmm. your section of like instruments is where they are so mm-hmm. you're first in whatever line that is but if like huh. if you're talking about band let's say like the flute and the clarinet are in the front like those first positions are like on the end um but then it has to do with like the part you're assigned Mm -hmm. so when they like write the music then there's like three different clarinet parts or something so the worst players get the like lower notes or they're like it doesn't move as fast yeah (laughs) if if you really want to be nice (laughs) well it's like Um, it's like the principal ballerinas are just typically they're more experienced but yeah you have to get to that level the ones who are like technically better yeah yeah but it's great to have in middle school because it's not like you don't have enough things to worry about so to have like this like in band like like which is an activity for people who don't have a lot of self-confidence to have like an institutionalized ranking and like power plays it adds yeah. some. Well, I will say, so I was it a was great for me because I, I was, was a, first. But. Yeah. Same. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, but I'll say, kind of similarly, though, I was a cheerleader for years, and people always think that, like, you have a lot of confidence, but I almost feel like, in a lot of ways, cheerleaders have, like, crippling self-confidence. Like, it's just mm. this, like, to a fault where you're just, like, pretend to be confident, but, like have an eating disorder and like hate I yourself that, yeah. you know right. what i mean like it's just not something that the, like yeah the it can tip really, yeah really and easily. i was like i wanted i wanted to do all the fun artsy things but i did not have the confidence for that you know what i mean like it was so much easier for me to just kind of like steadily stay in the group i was already in yeah. right That's but i wasn't really ever part of right but i wasn't ever really in that group either you know what i mean like i always felt like i wasn't you know. Well, I grew up in a cheerleading household, oh. uh, so I've been to a lot of cheerleading competitions and yeah. meets. And That's just intense, right? It's fascinating to watch and kind of be on the outskirts. Yeah. But I wonder if it's because with cheerleading, you're supposed to be so in sync with everyone mm-hmm. that, um, in sync, which we'll come back to, yeah. um, <laughs> you're supposed to be almost identical and you can't be off from the whole crowd it's like such a, a co- yeah. not even collaborative but you're supposed to be like one unit so i can't yeah. imagine that mind frame would yes cause that is i would say yes but it was always very clear who was there the was worst. rankings within it right <laughs> so like yeah. you knew who were the better and stronger ones but you have to strategically place those people throughout to make everyone better mm-hmm. you know what i mean or for everyone to be cohesive Play to your strengths. right yeah. and like i was um 
I was pretty much always like a captain or a go-captain. Uh-huh. NBD. Um, I would be doing a hair flip, but my hair is so up we're all on the top alphas of my head. in this room. Uh, if you haven't met us, we're extremely we're competitive, competitive people. <laughs> um, Great. And so, alpha and band. But, you know, like when that would happen, like you would have to be a part of the – like there was always like one stunt group that was the strongest or the center or like – you know what I mean? So you were always part of that group. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, when you weren't on it, it would be frustrating because it'd be like, this person's not as good, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I think in general, it's always more rewarding to work with people that are better because it's more challenging for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's true in life. Yeah. Yes, in everything. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I don't remember how we got there. Uh, but if you know. haven't seen Umbrella Academy, you should watch it because it's really—it's actually really good. And I'm not into superhero stuff. I don't like it. I generally am a brat about it. I have heard that it's good. It's so good. It's so beautifully shot. Um, one of the most like standout characters to me actually is uh, Mary J. Blige, isn't it? Uh-huh. Which is like, re- yeah, super oh. random. Didn't know. And then I was watching it. And I was like, is that? And then I <laughs> IMDb it, of course. And I was like, holy shit, it is. And the guy that's like her, she's like one of the detectives or whatever the role is, um, the term, but her partner is the guy that plays Ed Kemper in Mindhunter. And the two of them together are just like, it's an amazing dynamic. Like in a way I wouldn't have predicted. Um, yeah. It's re- every, everyone in that show is so good. Shit. It's so good. Watch it if you haven't. I'll add it to my Thank you. queue. Okay. Because we I, need to talk about it after. Well, I also think of Mary J. Blige as a 90s icon, and I hope she gets played. I want to say but it's in early better. 2000s, is it not? Um, I'm, well, I think I of that like song both. where it's the, like, let's get it da, 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 in this dancery. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm doing it. I, I don't, don't know, know the words. <laughs> By the way, the kids' bop version of that song is incredible. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I don't think that's ever a true statement. It but is. okay. I don't know about oh, there that. are some real bops on <laughs> kids' bop. Okay, okay, okay. Wow. Um, anyway. Distracted. Uh, oh, your thoughts on uh, background working was how we got there. Yes. <laughs> to Mary J. Blige <laughs> and mm-hmm. cheerleading. Yeah. It's been a great journey uh, if you want to know what the inside of our brains look like <laughs> <laughs> why i never get the answer to any question because i've done 50 things i got completely distracted you were like back to what i was saying i was like oh right i didn't get an answer yet <laughs> yeah just up front if we ask you a question and you never get to the answer like our bad I'd... yeah okay sarah sarah and feel free to bring us back yeah all right. don't be um, like as i said before guys <laughs> Anyway, let's talk about you because you're oh, here. God. Um, so how did you, so you were a lively theater performer. <laughs> Too lively. And you um, did music in like high school and college. Yeah, I, um, I did musical theater and plays in high school, but the whole time I've always wanted to be a classical pianist. Uh, which is why I went to the fine arts camp that Amanda and I went to. That's right. Blue Lake Fine Arts Camp. <laughs> um, so I've always like I, I play piano now and I've slowly incorporated that into the comedy that I do. But it's kind of been yeah. a little bit of a journey to get to put those two things together, which is I don't know what took me so long. But <laughs> um, I had started off um, doing stand up. Oh, man. So many years ago. Um, and I did it for about maybe a year. Um, and I just wasn't really... I felt like I was doing okay, especially with like delivering jokes. But I was like, I don't want to really do this format. I will say about stand up is like 
it a lot of people describe lots of things as this but like every like stand up is a grind and like yeah there's no other way to describe it like you just have to keep grinding and it's not cute it's yeah. not pretty it's hard work it's like it's late it's late and it's hard it like really it's such yeah. a grind and there's no other thing that i've really encountered that's that much of a grind i've been to like some open mic rooms that were just like soul taking yeah and then can like say... you get on and you get five minutes yeah. and you feel like you can feel like oh i like did something great but yeah. you're sitting through just like the most slog of a thing yeah well and you you host one correct i currently you host, host one yeah. yeah yeah which one is that um it's brand new it's called myconique um, okay. It's an iconic mic, uh-huh. um, uh-huh. and I just had our second one on Thursday because it's every third Thursday okay. of the month. Mm. I am Where so. Is that? It's at the Silver Factory. In oh my god! Portland. I was. I almost went to that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> One of my friends from improv, because I have a show coming up, and I was like, I was like, I need to hit some mics, need to hit some, and um, they were like, oh, why don't you come to this one that I'm going to? And I was like, yeah, send me the deets. And then I had like a, I was meeting a friend of my cousin's that was in town from Germany. It was the only night I could do it. And I was like, I'll try and come after. And then I was like, it was too late. But I was, yeah, I almost went to that one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, so funny. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, well, next time. Yeah, I'll I... definitely come. It makes yeah. me feel so happy that this mic has turned, like, within just two times that we've done it, that it's become already a very supportive mic. An open mic, mic staple, yeah. Well, I don't know about a staple. I will call it a staple because someone <laughs> that I know that does open mics regularly yeah, is a staple. <laughs> well, like, I, I, I've just now labeled it that, so oh, it is. Good. Oh, good. Well, it is iconic. <laughs> um, I have kind of, like, war memories of some rooms. And I remember, in particular, this one guy who started his set with, like, I'm not like most guys. I love eating puss. And my eyes rolled so <laughs> far back into my head. I, like, Why? I lost an eyeball down my throat. And that was one of the jokes that he kept it's not the funny. next time. It's a, it's, yeah, it's like, oh, God, it's so disgusting. And I, wow. yes, there's so many people that use stand-up as, like, a veil to be gross. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, you're, that's not funny, right? right. And so, um... I was at one a few days ago. I don't know. It obviously wasn't Thursday, but um, it was like Wednesday or Friday or something. And I went to one and it was one of those things where it was so, the whole mic was painful. Like no one was laughing at anything, which honestly sometimes is not that uncommon just because yeah. every single person in the room is a fucking comedian. Like they're just like, And they're okay. in their head. Yeah. About oh, yeah. yeah. And so, um, and it was every, like, and it, it's kind of one of my pet peeves. I don't know if it bothers you, but like every person that goes up is just like, oh man, this just really isn't working tonight. Like, and I'm just like, it hasn't worked for anyone yet. Why are yeah. why yeah. are you pointing it out also? Like yeah. not one person was getting left. So which is, I kind of feel like, yes, stage time is good, but also it's not really worth your time if you're like, I don't know what's working anyway because yeah. no one's laughing at anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or come so, with, just come with something. Like yeah. my pet peeve is doing the... What else? What else? Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have Where my are your notes. <laughs> um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So I felt like it was good because the hosts were really supportive and they were like laughing at stuff, which was, mm-hmm. I was like, at least there's somebody fucking laughing at this. But like, it, it was true. It was, it was a bad, it wasn't a great room. And I was like one of the last groups to go and everybody was just leaving uh, after their set. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Well, this, so far, uh, my mic has not been it's that. It's not that way. No. I'll have to come um, then. I'm in, I'm a very easy laugh and I'm in the back. So like, it carries. I'm a, I'm a big cackler. Um, 
but it's true I, I will laugh at anything that's like funny but i won't laugh at shit like that like when somebody oh, says like geez. you know what i mean yeah. just like that kind of I'm stuff i'm not gonna give I'm you like, a medal for that yeah i'm like no <laughs> yeah that's, that's i'm not. just gonna make a face like don't do that yeah so that's been your like return to stand-up. yeah it is my <laughs> <laughs> my grand return to the art form um but like i i had done some mics and i even did um uh, three shows where it was two guys and I and we're um, kind of like put together a show at a bar that no longer exists which is a classic New York tale mm. I think after that I was like it's I'd rather do sketch writing because that just seems easier and also the whole time that I had done stand-up I was in the closet and when you're doing stand-up, I feel like that's just a performance of yourself. Mm. And when you're closeted, that's also a performance of yourself. So it was like mm. a performance of a performance. And I'm not that great of an actor. So I was like, <laughs> I don't want to yeah, <laughs> like, work on my comedic voice when I don't even like my regular voice. So it was so much easier to be a sketch writer because I could write queer characters or queer content and not necessarily say, like, this is my own personal experience because right. I was writing about a whole host of different people and a whole host of different situations. And that just felt more geared for, like, where I was and what I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. Did you take classes? In- I went to UCB. Oh, perfect. Uh, and I did sketch. Um, and I was actually... You could take it elsewhere. I don't know. <laughs> I know. It was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why... Or like. I've just heard such good things about their sketch program like specifically it's great it's very hard to get into because they do so much stuff with improv Mm -hmm. that sketch is kind of like a secondary thing so it felt like such an achievement just to even get Get registered yeah and to give all all my money yeah 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 you have to i'm on i'm on the um i'm doing the improv one right now and i just i'm on the like notification for the next level so i just did one-on-one actually because i've been doing improv for a while but i hadn't ever taken like official levels like mm-hmm. I've been like on an indie team and done like drop-ins and whatever and then I was like oh I should take like a class mm-hmm. and then I did and I was like I did it at UCB and it was amazing and I loved it and I was like well I'm just gonna finish out this now that I started yeah but I'm trying to get into a 201 and I'm just like on the notifications yeah. waiting for them to drop a time that works for me like it's so hard to get into and there's so many 101 classes and yeah. like so few of two yeah. and three yeah i was like oh jesus i didn't realize that so many people dropped off well, i think there's a lot of 101 just because a lot of people will take it because they want to do comedy but there's also a lot of people in improv 101 that are just trying to get over stage fright or public sure, speaking. Yeah. So I think it's a it's such well, a catch-all thing. And a lot of actors. I had at least three or four people in my 101 that are actors that somebody uh, said, like, you should take an improv class. And so mm-hmm. they wanted to do 101, but they're not mm-hmm. improvisers. Right, they're not, they're not comedians. Yeah. They just wanted, you know, they, they were good. They were great at it. Yeah. But that their goal is not to be comedians. Their goal right. is to have an, a UCB class on their resume. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you'll have that too. Yeah, I, I, I was I think maybe sketch is really nice at UCB because people aren't taking sketch writing to turn it into a they different kind of sketch. Yeah. They want to do they're sketch. They're not taking yeah. it because they have yeah. stage fright or because they're exactly. an actor and someone told them to take it. <laughs> right. Um, or even like, oh, I want to get better at copywriting, take a sketch class. Like That's, that's not a thing. Right. Yeah. Um, actually, when I took maybe all of my sketch classes, Amanda and I were working together. Yeah. And I believe, and I was just remembering this, that I would pass Amanda some of the the more out-of-the-box sketches. Like, you would not believe what someone <laughs> said. <laughs> and thankfully, you were always like, yeah, this is not readable. So 
Yeah, we were normally on the what? same page. Yeah. <laughs> where Where do you get your like ideas for sketches from? Um, I like to. Um, I think a lot of sketch writers probably have this, where there's a in your phone your notes app is mm-hmm. just where you think sure. of pitches yeah. and you just have you know just yeah. whenever something just strikes you know write it down huh. and then come back to it and be like is there anything here or was this just a drunk idea that just, i is typed it legible out? do i understand what so i was just anything? like what was this what was i thinking at the time and Tepa, what did you write down the other day and i was like, just thinking that funny i was and just thinking you were that. like i'm not gonna understand it was on it was on we recorded it I'm and sorry, I, I threw that paper. It's okay, because I, I said it, whatever it was. But it was one of those things I made a note, and it was like, I, I don't know, it was like something sticky notes. And then, like, I was just like, I do this all the fucking time in my phone. I'll, like, make that note, and it's just, like, sticky notes. And I'm like, I'll remember what that means. Yeah. And then a week later, I'm like, what the, <laughs> why is this what here? I don't yeah. know what this is. Yeah, so I, I, I have, did that. Um, Oddly, I have never used a sketch idea that has been pitched to me by a family member or friend. So you want to say? They, can I they just have say, tried. So they're like, "Is this a sketch?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Write it. I'm not going to do it." I will say that I, for a long time, did not tell my family I was like doing any type of comedy. I, I don't know. I think it's it's one of those things that it's really like vulnerable. So you're just like nervous right, to tell yeah. people, and you're like, "I just kind of want to test the waters and not like tell people yeah. whatever." And then I just got to the point where I was like, "I don't fucking care. Whatever. Um, you do it enough. You bomb enough at <laughs> things, and you're just like, I don't. That's what I'm doing with my life, and where all my money's going. And um, since I like told my family about it, I can't tell you even in the last week how many times I've gotten texts from like aunts, uncles, family members, like that are just like, "Isn't this so funny?" And I'm like, oh, "I love that." I don't. I. Maybe I like, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's also that thing like when you're in that frame of mind, it's something that's funny to you and would probably work for you. But I'm not there and I'm not experiencing that, so I don't know how to make that yeah. a funny. Was thing. it funny? I don't know. Yeah. Um, a question I have for you: It would be so I do the same thing with like um, uh, stand up premises or jokes or things mm-hmm. I think of or whatever. Do you have a separate one? For sketch, or do you have the same thing, or do you ever find like jokes that you're like, How oh, you I think this would be great. Ah, <laughs> it's one very, very long. Notes. Um, a lot I of have six different ones. Just I just really? I'm like when this is too long, I just add like a number, and then I just I a new note. notes. Yeah. A lot yeah. of my sketches have started from jokes that I've wanted to work into them, which I feel like is not what you're supposed to do. But there have been jokes that I thought I was like, I want someone to say this. Um, There's no right way. way to build a whole sketch around. Yeah, yeah, and I'd be like, well, what's what's You're the like, scenario? You're like, I'm gonna set this up properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and a lot that. of times, like that joke won't even. I don't think that's wrong. Really? No, there, it's art. You can do it however yeah, you want to do it. <laughs> well, I I find that a lot of times that original joke won't even last. Like you it can. won't stay. But the the sketch. So I. I'm uh, very into self help books, and I've been reading. Um, what the fuck is it called? It's by Twyla Tharp. She wrote a book on like, uh, it's called The Creative Habit. Ah. And one of the things in the chapter I'm reading right now is called like a, uh, she calls it a the spine of, of a piece. Mm-hmm. And so it's like this idea that creates this and you build the entire piece around whatever the spine is and that's what holds it and that's the structure. But it doesn't, you won't necessarily ever know what that spine is. Like the artist knows it and that's what they built it around. Yeah. But, you know, like it doesn't mean that it ends up making it into the final piece or what you recognize as a spine might not be the same thing that they orig- they came at it with or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's such an interesting way to kind of think about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now you have this whole sketch yeah. that you wouldn't have done. 
if it weren't yeah. for this random it ass joke. Your spine, joke your spine yeah. is this random joke that never ended up being in there, but it's still what it built around, and that's yeah. the inspiration for the piece, it's right? It's the yeah. spine. Yeah. That's beautiful. Ugh. I know. I fucking love her. You should just like take that book. idea as your own. Yeah, it's my idea. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't. I can't. I'll cut out the part where you <laughs> reference <laughs> the, the name and title. A book yeah. by Teva. <laughs> Please call a book you write a book. <laughs> a book. A book. By Teva. That's actually really smart because alphabetically it would be in the front. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and like those places that, um, uh, like there was a, there was an, it was an antique mall, but it was called a antique mall, like uh. near my house. And it always drive me crazy because it wasn't proper grammar. And, but it was, the reason they did it was because it was at the top of the phone book. Cause it's AA. <laughs> Hmm. Ah, yeah. I appreciate I, that. No. <laughs> oh no, I agree. I I, it pisses it. me off. But that's why they, it, there was very a reason. High up, if they say an. <laughs> it wasn't a high end antique mall, just to be clear. <laughs> um, that stressed me out. <laughs> You're welcome. I can't deal with that's that. What I, that's what I'm here to do. Stress people out. Okay, so you write. You start doing sketch. Start doing sketch. You um, met your writing partner there, right? Yes. Um, so I took sketch up to 301, and that's kind of when UCB is like, you're done. Go out and... They only have three? They or only they have four? three. They, oh, you they can like four. qualify for advanced sketch writing, right. and then that turns into, I have no idea. I don't know yeah. what's beyond that. Um, yeah. I was like, you have enough of my money, so I will... I'm going to move yeah, on. Thank I'm you for your service. On. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and in my 301 class is where I met my current writing partner, Bailey Swilly. And um, she just kind of put out a feeler of like, does anyone from this class want to continue doing things? And I said yes. And we've been working together ever since. And we started just doing kind of like the sketch 301 format mm-hmm. of just here are character sketches and uh, game sketches. And then we put them together and then put on a show. And then I wrote one sketch that had a song in it. And it was a sketch where a cockroach is singing a love song to the person who owns the apartment that she lives in. And it was supposed to be like a Little Mermaid, like, I wish I could live in your world and we could fall in love. Um, I did buy an $80 cockroach costume. Still have it. Um, I remember this time. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Quick question. Does your cockroach costume cover your face? No. Okay. No, but it is a full body cockroach. It's There's fine. wings. That's um, fine. I, well. Are you looking for a cockroach don't, costume? No. <laughs> no, no. I'm not. I'm very, I am weird. happy to share very... this, by the, like the cockroach costume because <laughs> I want it out there. Like if I spend $80, it's yeah, got to yeah. get some stage no, time. No, I hear that. like a rental. The thing is, somewhere you can I'm real. I needed it last minute. So I was like, <laughs> fine. And I told people that I spent $60 on it because I was so embarrassed that I spent $80 on it. I don't know why. <laughs> I like, such a big difference. It just seems like, way less oh it's closer gosh. to 50 than 100 so yeah, it's good exactly wow um uh no i i'm very traumatized by cockroaches as of late call um, me up i've dealt with so many cockroaches in my life so have you? i had I a will... really bad apartment and i was like oh, the go-to we've like, not had a problem with it and i've so had lucky. three in the last no well, i would say a month and a half which is summer so it's not that many but it yeah. it feels like a lot considering we didn't have any for a long time were any of them flying because i had my first no. flying cockroaches in my apartment no no. oh no yeah they were all dead and are dying so i don't know if they flew uh, so they um, were elderly 
Yes. <laughs> They're yes. on there. The one they died of old back. age. <laughs> the one you texted me about was flipped on its back, so it wasn't yeah. moving, which was easy for you, but you were still... No, 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 it was moving. Oh, it was moving, but it was on its back. Right. It was just it's like wobbling. wiggling. Oh. It was like wriggling, and it wasn't... It wasn't dead. But it couldn't, <laughs> it like, creep into a Well, no, they hole. can't flip over. Yeah. That's... And mean. a fun fact, this is how most pesticides work, is they're not actually, um, like, toxic. What mm. they do is it f- affects the the brain of the cockroach, and they think... So cockroaches will die if they're upside down for too long. They just... Mm. That's what kills oh. them. And so, basically, the chemical makes them think that they're upside down, so they flip over on purpose. Because they know that they'll die if they're upside down. So, yeah. And that's how they die, which is fucking awful, right? And so, but here's the thing is I, it, our apartment's regularly treated. And so I think that it probably had run into some of the stuff and that's why it was like upside down. Uh, Was not dead yet because it it doesn't immediately kill them. It takes a long time. Um, But the... uh, uh, the last time prior to that roach incident, the last time I killed a cockroach, and I'm sorry for anyone listening that is as affected by this as I am, just fucking <laughs> fast forward It's good to know the seconds. mechanics of this. Um, the last time I had to kill a cockroach, I used a shoe. And you know that crunch that happens? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah. crunched the cockroach and just immediately threw up, like on the floor, <laughs> in the living room. Like it's, <laughs> I was just, it's the grossest thing I've ever experienced. I get really upset. I'm very much a pacifist. I don't like to touch or hurt things. I'm not going to punch anyone. Like, I just would never. I'm just always like, it's fine. I'm sorry. I like, we'll go around. And so uh, used violence, killed an animal, and I just was so upset. And the fact that I had to, like, feel the, like, reverberation of that crunch, I just couldn't. It traumatized me so badly. So the day that I had the roach that was upside down and dying in my apartment, literally, I'm texting you. I'm texting my dad. I was texting, like, everyone I knew. And I was like... Um, I just need to, like, ki- kill it. Like, I'm I, – everyone is saying, kill it, kill it. And I'm like, I can't. You don't understand. I'm, like, gagging, thinking about the last time I killed a cockroach. And I was like, I cannot yeah, you were it. like, it's, it's not going to happen. Back, and I was like, hit it with a shoe. Yeah. And you're like, I can't do that. And I was like, well, I can't help you. <laughs> I-, <laughs> I will tell you, I eventually solved the problem on my own because I am a strong, independent woman, even though I texted all of the guys that I know in proximity to me. <laughs> um, I was just like – and then uh, – so one of the guys I texted was like, oh, I, I'm not home, but, like, this other person is, that is like, a girl. And I was just like, no, I'm not asking another girl to do this for me. I can do it. Can't do it. <laughs> Clearly. I don't know. You know what I mean? And so, anyway, it was it was a whole long story. But basically, uh, I solved the problem, but it took me 42 minutes. Ooh. <laughs> it, was, it was a very long, drawn-out <laughs> issue. I won't get into it further. So she doesn't want to borrow your costume. I don't. No. I don't like. It. Oh, the reason I asked that though is, um, I just am really, really like. I do not like when you can't see someone's face in a costume. It really freaks me out. I don't like it. I get really upset. So I just wanted I think to know. There's a face hole in that. Right? There definitely is a. Yeah. a I would be. Face I'm more okay with it if I can see your face. Yeah, and it's even if it's a cockroach because it's a musical sketch. Yeah. my yeah. cockroach, the cockroach needed to sing. singing. Yeah, so it would be very hard with a full. Um, it's it's really hard to see, you know, even like when they have the netting or whatever, you like can't see. Yeah. So that was the first musical sketch that I wrote, which had original music. I've never been really a composer, but Mm -hmm. just I had this idea for a sketch. I was like, I really want to put this on because I think it would be funny. It sounds great. Yeah, I love it. Um, It does end with the cockroach dying. So there is a crunch. Oh, no. I don't think I can. (laughs) So we're going to have to I'm not going to watch that. (laughs) I won't invite to it. Um, but ever since then, uh, my writing partner like found more ways to incorporate 
live music um, with piano playing. I think just because we had this skill or like this in our toolkit. Yeah. Yeah. So, she's a really good singer too. Yeah, she's a great singer. And she yeah. also has an experience with musical theater. So it was just kind of a, we, and we didn't talk about this when we had originally met up. Right. So it was kind of manifest destiny, not manifest destiny, just like clandestine. <laughs> <laughs> We're not taking over. But I think that sometimes that's what happens though. And yeah. especially in all kinds of art stuff and creative stuff, like you just find the person you work well with and you're like, hey, want to start a podcast? Like, yeah. <laughs> and it happens. Yeah. yeah. And it totally turns into something else you know, right. along the way. And I've, I found it's been, and we've really, really hit in on music with um, now like original music and then covers of classics and parody songs. And that's kind of the show that we have now been doing multiple times mm-hmm. um, with two other or like sometimes three other actors that are singers and, and comedic personas. Um, and it's been really fun to be able to bridge all these things together. And I don't know if you've like applied for different kind of writing jobs or because there's different um, like to be on We haven't. Teams. Tell us about that. It's not a great <laughs> process to like put together a packet yeah, yeah. of a lot yeah. of times they're like have a character sketch, have a blackout sketch, have a, you know, um, What's a blackout sketch? Blackout sketch is a sketch that is no longer than one page. A lot of times it's like if you had a a joke with a punchline, mm-hmm. then that's the sketch. Okay. So it's supposed to be really, really quick. I hate writing them. Yeah. Um, like I'll, an improv scene where you end and they're just, and then they block it out is yeah. what it makes me think of. Yes. It's like exactly you hit a funny it. thing and they're like, and done. Right. Okay. Um, and a lot of times there's things like uh, current events or like some mm-hmm. kind of topical sketch. Mm-hmm. That's what I was yeah, trying yeah. to think mm-hmm. of. Um, and a lot of times then also at the front, you put in your your cover letter or kind of just like, sure. this is about me. Sure. And a lot of times it's like, pitch yourself as what makes you unique. And for a long time, I was trying to think of like, well, what's the one thing that makes me different mm-hmm. um, to everyone else? When I re- like, I've kind of realized that like, well, you know, I'm not going to do one thing that's different from anyone. There's someone that does right. musical comedy. There's someone that yeah, has this same kind that. of mm-hmm. outlook. But there's no one else that has this combination of things. Right. Mm-hmm. And so to be your most like holistic comedic self, that's sure. what makes you different. Interesting. So putting so together your... sketch writing, the the music, um, a lot of the music that I write or I choose to do is from like the Great American Songbook. Okay. Um, so I try and write in that vein. I just wrote a new song that's like a doo-wop song, which was a little bit different, but <laughs> I... That's great. I did that mainly because I was listening to... And singing a lot of Shanana. <laughs> and I like I love Bowser. He's one of the greatest follows on Twitter. I just in my mind I heard Shanana, but like in the tune of Say My Name. Like Shanana. Shanana, Shanana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a hundred percent. Just like thought that. And then I was like, that's not right. <laughs> Maybe when Shanana gets together, yeah. <laughs> that's what the, the kind of yeah. music they'll do. But they're very like doo woppy. I think they were yeah. on Greece. Like in the movie Grease oh. as the the band. Oh, and then right. Bowser's the one that goes like, bow. Um, so I was like, was I want to write that song. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of veering off into different genres. But You got to try all the things. Yeah. Yeah. I have not done it. a Destiny's Child genre song. Throw it out there. You I haven't done any 90s happen. music yet. We were hoping you would play something. We were hoping. Party. <laughs> yeah. And we were really. Hey, everyone. Remember this comedic <laughs> song from the 90s? <laughs> This but, cat's bop jam. It's a spoof yeah, on uh, I Want It That Way. Yeah. 
like comedy and music is so great to have like a good joke in a song Mm -hmm. because it it feels like a puzzle piece that's like so perfect yes because if it scans yeah when it scans with the music and the rhyme scheme is there you're like the word choice it's the only way that could be yeah so i love it yeah it's the most work i've ever done but it, (laughs) it feels great that sounds great um Oh my god, I had another question for you. On um I have a question. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys write songs together or do you sort of write separately and then come together? Like is one of you better at lyrics? Like It's been you? mostly separate. There has been one time there's been a few times where we've collaborated because I'm the person if it's gonna be an original song, I'm gonna write out the music or the sheet music. Mm-hmm. Um but Bailey has written lyrics and then said, I have this kind of thing in mind for yeah, what the music would sound like. Yeah, and you can help her, like, yeah. figure that and, out. That's great. And I absolutely steal from other sources. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, should. I will say it out loud. That My I'm... motto is study smart, not hard. Exactly. So if you've <laughs> ever right. seen a song that I supposedly wrote and thought, that sounds like something from Muppet Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, I stole <laughs> as something. As long as you put your own spin on it, it's not plagiarism. Absolutely, yeah. That's right. I also like the candle, not the rat. It's my favorite line from Muppets Girls. That movie is... Fucking brilliantly yeah, written. TBH. If you haven't seen it, stop listening. Go watch it. That is com- and come back. All Muppets are just comedy gold. Um, <laughs> they are, though. Actually, I'm kind of interested on, like, what have been your early comedy inspirations or legends? Oh. Ooh. If we're going uh, as far back as the Muppets, yeah. go ahead. You look stressed by this question. I know, I am stressed. Um, I don't know. I'm trying know. to think of what the earliest thing, like, memory I have of, like, actual comedy is. I, uh, my gut answer is, like, all that on Nickelodeon. Oh. Okay. And the yeah. Amanda Bynes show. And I, I, I was frequently called Amanda Bynes, yeah. and I did like her show. Oh, so. well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to be, it's nice to be called someone that you admire or like, yeah. right? But you know what I mean? people would say it as an insult. And right. And I was like, you're stupid. You're like, except I'm taking it as a compliment. Joke's on you. No, I wasn't taking it as a compliment. <laughs> I was just annoyed. <laughs> I was just like, oh I God. understand you're trying to insult me. This is a really bad job. But also, oh, that's like, funny. What, I a, a what a poor insult, like... Get yeah. more creative, yeah. kids. Yeah, there. I just <laughs> bully remember, better. Like, yeah, this like one kid in third grade would just be like Amanda Bynes, and I'd be like, okay. Were you like, were what? you in third grade? Yeah. Also, okay. Yeah. I didn't. You yeah. said like third grade, and I was like, was he like a year older, or like no, a dumb younger he was kid? In my class. I don't oh, okay. Know. <laughs> um, I also remember Keenan and Kel. Keenan and Kel, which was like it. Was, yeah, it reminds me around the same time period. But I don't know. I think I just always really liked funny things i just didn't know it was comedy yet you know what i mean Uh like i used i literally i'm not even lying to you my grandma will still talk about this i loved him up it's christmas carol and i would like when i was little i would just like walk around and be like light the candle not the rat (laughs) 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 and so she'll still be like remember that time you used to say that all the time and i was like yeah i do it's still funny yeah it is it is still funny (laughs) but i've always i love that kind of humor that's like there's a very serious moment happening like um a great example of this from my perspective is in it's one of the pirates of the caribbean movies and it's uh uh johnny depp's character the fucking pirate i don't remember his name um but jack sparrow jack sparrow thank you um i forget something happens earlier in the movie uh where something happens to like all the rum and then um he's like oh no it's elizabeth hide the rum like (laughs) 
first and that's like his first thought about upon seeing this person is like the last time he saw her he got she got rid of his booze yeah <laughs> like you know what i mean like it's just like it's a very serious moment happening and he's very concerned about the rum you know what i mean yeah <laughs> i love that kind of comedy where it's like it's just a callback to something that happened earlier it's kind of innocuous but it lightens the moment so much you know what that's I mean? like a writer's dream the character that you can just like insert to yeah. lighten the mood or to just like a joke machine character yeah that's like um on friends joey's character like they would just insert him in scenes because they need someone to make a joke at the end yeah and then like and then you watch it and you start noticing like it like then they end the scene and joey's like oh no i did this yeah <laughs> No, I the scene. Yeah. just was yeah. re-watching a lot of Friends. It's so great every time. Yeah. yeah. Can I say I also grew up watching, um, and I think it might be an 80s oh, maybe show. maybe Friends is my answer. Sorry. Maybe. <laughs> no, no, no. It's making me think of that because I'm like, I know in the, like, I used to always watch, especially in the mornings for whatever reason, um, I would always watch, like, lighthearted comedies, like, while I was, like, getting ready for school or whatever. Um, and I remember always watching um, Designing Women, which was, like... <laughs> It's like an. It's so good. It's so good. I know it's in the canon, but I've never it's seen an so, episode. I know uh, it's Delta Burke and yes. Yeah. Um. And it is. Oh, I can't even remember her name. Um. The other sister. She plays the sister of, of Delta Burke's character. Jesus, it's been forever. Uh. But yeah, they're just like. It's very southern comedy, which I appreciate. It's a thirty-minute sitcom, like thirty-minute like multicam sitcom. That's my shit. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised we haven't brought up a good place. I know that wouldn't be an early, but it's not early. It's yeah. current, right? <laughs> yeah, but just knowing Bring the brand up. of yeah. this yeah. <laughs> of the podcast, we yeah. have a spinoff of the Good Place. <laughs> well, I know you. You told me you were catching up on it. For knowing, this. yeah, yes. So, and I'm glad that I. Would did. Would you like to throw in some of that trivia? While you... <laughs> um, are you caught up? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Loved it. Wasn't that dramatic? <laughs> it was so sad. It the was end. very sad. It was so. I'm not I gonna think lie. I cried. The other I day, cry. somebody posted. I definitely cried, <laughs> and I watched it more than once. And I cried every time. Somebody posted a thing the other day, and it was um, it, it's going around Twitter. No one knows if these things are ever true, but somebody posted. Uh, there was a girl that found a book in a library, and it was a copy of um, Who We Are to Each Other or whatever the. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it literally somebody wrote in the front of the book like on the inside like cover or whatever it said Eleanor Fincini <laughs> and I was just like and I was just like crying like they were like oh look how funny this is and I was like she has to find him I can't I'm like I might be crying right now I'm so stressed out about it had, had you watched The so Good beautiful. Place prior to listening I had to watched the first or, season no. and then you bailed after that yeah. reveal um, well I think what I what maybe sullied my experience was I am very impatient so I heard that there was a twist to the ending and I just like Hmm. watched the last episode as quickly as I could and then I was like oh that's what that is that's a twist yeah and then there's also just like there's just so much great television and then also so much great comedy so it's so hard to prioritize things that you even know that you want to watch I know well I will say um I was talking about this the other day so I joined a, a writing group and one of the things we were talking we were like just talking about shows and like the first one or whatever um or the first meeting and like we were talking about Orange is the New Black and I was like it's one of those shows that I regularly watched I really liked and then just like because there's like a year between each season release I basically just was like 
when it, you know, the next season, I think it was season four or season five came out and I was just like, eh, I'm watching other stuff right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I so just, I was really into it. Yeah. Seasons on yeah. Shows. You should keep going. I, I know. I need to finish it. I, and I want to. I'm saving the last episode. I haven't watched it yet. But I watched like Why would four you episodes save? How yesterday. do you have that kind of willpower? Well, I, I, can't I got save to anything. the last episode yesterday, <laughs> to be oh. clear. Okay, okay. You were just like, I don't have time to do this right now. I need to watch it. Like, yeah, I okay. need it. I need like yeah, a yeah. private space, quiet. 100%. I don't know how people do that shit where they're just like, they're like, oh, I'll just have it on in the background. I'm like, no. When I'm watching no, TV, I'm, like, watching, I'm watching TV. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I can't just, yeah. like, turn it on. So uh, so getting back to the questions, because <laughs> we are not going to stay on topic. Um, once you guys, I you wrote this question, but I fucking love it. Uh, once you've written, you know, like, a show or stuff or a show, how do you go about finding, like, a place to have that? Are there, do you use, like, Facebook groups? Do you just start applying Calling to venues? People. Yeah, so because it's, a, yeah, because it's a musical <laughs> sketch show that we're doing, um, we're very limited in where we can do it because it'll need a piano. You need like audio and piano. Yeah, yeah, and I'm kind of can't sm- just like bring a pop up portable. I'm like, <laughs> well, I, Amanda has been someone who has helped me out immensely uh, because she had a was it full eighty eight keys? It is full eighty eight keys, um, but my mom took it back to Michigan. Yes. I otherwise I would have sold it to you. Ah. But <laughs> so Amanda has loaned me the keyboard for uses in rehearsals and things where we absolutely needed it. Um, I have had to lug that keyboard around. <laughs> My Uber score tanked <laughs> <laughs> when I was doing that because I was they so like funny. pull up and I had this giant keyboard and they're like, oh, no, like fuck there you. have been so many people that just <laughs> left. I'm like, no, I'm late. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're a little bit limited in you, places. You that roll we're... up to the venue sweaty <laughs> and carrying a keyboard. I'm oh, telling yeah. you, like pit stains. That's how I got here with yeah. all my costumes. That's oh, how I always man. exist. Ugh, um, New York. <laughs> But we've we've been very fortunate to have some places that would just have us. Um, And then we filmed enough of those sketches, and then we would um, pitch them to places that we knew had pianos. Mm -hmm. We're very lucky to be in New York because there are enough of those venues. It's Mm. It's way more of a musical... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Centric verse, and I think it's just because there's so much Broadway here. Absolutely. That, like, just a lot more places cater to being able to uh, accommodate musical... Yeah. Things like, and for right. that, like all I they need rehearse. is a piano. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> and I, I rehearse in studios all over the place for scene study, for improv, for whatever. And there's like always a piano in the room. And I was yeah. just like, this is kind of in the way. Can we move it? <laughs> but like, it's great that that's there. Right. It's not every place, but there are enough no, places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's just more common than I would have thought. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we've been very lucky with that. And it's just been, you know, sending an email to someone and saying, here's what we've done in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did shows at the Duplex. Um, which has a great piano if anyone's looking for a venue with a nice, plus, like, yeah, baby grand yeah, yeah. piano. Um, and then we filmed that show and then sent clips to Club Coming, who had us, and that nice. was incredible. Very different piano, very different stage. Um, and then we took those video clips and then sent it to the Stonewall Inn, and they're having us for two shows. Amazing. Yeah, and it's... That's so exciting. Yeah, that's what's coming up. It is, you know... I'm nervous, excited, <laughs> everything. It, All the things. For yeah. people that don't know about the Stonewall, would you like to... It is a national <laughs> monument mm-hmm. That's right. for the United States. Um, it was the place that kind of kicked off the um, 
gay rights movement yeah. in the summer of 1969. Um, it is a bar that has a really funky upstairs stage and piano. So oh, it does. I bet. There's, um, <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, look up the Stonewall Riots, and if you haven't yet, watch the Drunk History on it. Cause oh, it's, it's so good. <laughs> yes. That's, That's how I learned something. about it. Drunk history is perfect. Yeah, this morning I was watching drunk history but... video clips. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and I've learned so much. Yeah. I'll be like, "Well, did you know how New Orleans started on like a banana, <laughs> like whatever, like it started all this money in bananas or whatever?" And people are like, "How do you know that?" I'm like, "I just want a lot of drunk yeah. history." I, don't... I woke up a little hungover and just in bed watched the Little Rock Nine drunk history oh. and like got emotional. I <laughs> from... my. I will say my favorite drunk histories are the ones when the narrator cries. <laughs> because, and it's always because they're so passionate and they're like, yeah. you don't understand. It's so significant. And you can also and like, tell that they studied so hard. <laughs> it means so much to them. And yeah. all the emotion comes out because they're yeah. drunk. It's my favorite. Yeah. I can't handle it. I love it so much. Yeah, the Stonewall one is really good. Watch the Stonewall one. Yeah. It will catch you up. Yes. Um, so that's, what, that's where I will be on August 27th. If that's a Tuesday, then that's the right date. Um, it's actually... T- it is a Tuesday. Yeah. It is a Tuesday. Somebody was asking me what... This is- will not be out on August. No, no. <laughs> oh, well, then I will be this doing another one. This will have come out. Uh, he will have done a show at Stonewall by it then. It will rave reviews. Yes. Um, Maybe but then there's like, going to be another one on uh, the last Wednesday of September. Nice. Yeah. Are you going to do more after that? Because it's going to be later. I think it will <laughs> depend. I think it will depend on how the first two go. Usually yeah. is yes. how that happens. Yeah, this is we, a- we will Assuming be that they go at, wonderfully. Yeah. yeah. We'll be at the 27th one, or we'll try. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. the, yes. I mean, this show has kind of evolved, but it's kind of been, um, we want to keep doing it. Also, like, there's just so much work that goes into it. I hate yeah. thinking that, like, oh, all that work and then it's done. Did a couple. No, no, no. I think so. it'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it'll be great. Yeah. I don't yeah, know how much it's going to be fun. Everything You're going to have a great fine. time. Yeah. It's going to be a, it's going to be great. Yeah. That's another thing that I think is so stressful about like sketch and then also like, mm-hmm. mu- especially the musical sketch or cabaret is to do stand up. If you have a bad night, you can be like, no, I'm not doing those jokes again. But like that yeah. took, but you're know, also whatever. like, oh, I have a bad night all the time. The, like, <laughs> the work that goes into like rehearsing and yeah. organizing schedules, um, a lot like most of the rehearsal rehearsals are in my apartment and I have a very strict window of like I don't want to play music out loud past nine o'clock but it has yeah. to be after work yeah. um, my roommate is incredibly patient and I don't do know if she's say, lying how many but... people do you usually have in one of your shows that will come to the rehearsals um it's normally for these shows it's like four people total or five people and where do you usually find these actors we have been reusing a lot of people from the sketch shows that we've done. Um, and then from there, when you find people that you like to work with, you work with you them You keep again. them. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I'm yeah. very it's glad. It's so true. Yeah. Find uh, your people, guys. Yeah. And I also and my... do that through classes usually, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Through classes. And then uh, my writing partner did a, a kind of a separate project mm-hmm. of... Housewife, real housewives sing Broadway songs at the duplex. Love it. And needed um, a piano player, and so I did that, and I did it a couple times. And so I found through that a yeah. ton of different comedians that can oh, sing. Oh, I love it so hard. And so like, amazing. you know, from there I'm like, oh, I'm these are so people excited. that are good. I don't watch Housewives, okay. so I don't know anything about it. I don't know yeah. anything at yeah. all. I've but watched a significant amount of Housewives. <laughs> any particular branch or? I mean, I always you... liked the New York. Yeah. That was always my go-to. Bethany. Ronnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Real Housewives of New York. I have no idea what that means. Real Housewives of New York. <laughs> Ronnie. They're. <laughs> it's the acronym. <laughs> 
There are housewives that live in New York City. No, you know, oh my God. No, but even before I moved here, I used to have, I had the DVDs of the first three seasons. Like I. Ronnie was a person. Mm mm. (laughs) It might be, but it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also the acronym for New York. Um, Great. That's great. A quick question on just like the writing stuff, because you mentioned this. Have you submitted packets? Are you. Submitted a lot of packets, yeah. Is there a so for if you're interested in like submitting packets or want to do that, where would you go to find like resources on like formats or like where's your how did you find that? Did you find that through classes or did you is there like my writing partner stuff is online? very like plugged into that community and so she'll oh, always nice. forward it on. Yeah, yeah. But any like um, Magnet, Pit, mm-hmm. UCB, they have house teams of sketch teams and sure. they're looking for actors and writers cool. and for each season they'll open it up a lot of times they have different rules mm-hmm. like you must yeah. have done this many classes or whatever we'll but say they'll the armory too also the armory does looks armory. sketch yes teams. yeah I, yeah i listened to that episode so <laughs> um so for those in terms of like sketch teams i would say follow those facebook groups mm-hmm. um and they'll post updates normally like on Facebook or Twitter. Like when they're having auditions and whatever, yeah. Exactly. And then they'll spell out, this is how you format it. I mean, okay. certainly cool. in terms of the sketch itself. Oh, I got to get back on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hate, hate it. it. You probably should. I know. I hate it so much. Exactly. Ugh. So sorry. Um, but then there's also... Um, but the groups are invaluable. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. You can't, you can't host events without it. You can't find opportunities. Mm-hmm. It's just a necessary so evil. Annoying. Um, I also, for being on time and really prepared, I never stopped it at the break, so I don't know what time we're at. Oh, it's time to wrap it up. Okay. Uh. <laughs> it felt, it felt like it, but I was like, I don't, I didn't never stop this. So yeah. it's just been running. <laughs> yeah. We had a break. So we're going to take a break and we'll be right back with a game. Yeah. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yes, yes, okay. we are. <laughs> now we are hot. <laughs> What's the radio term for that? On air? Uh, sure. Your roommates are walking in now. There's been no I one heard. here for a yeah. long time. It's okay. <laughs> I heard that there was some gameplay. Uh, Amanda, would you like to explain the rules? Because you sure. do it better than me. <laughs> well, I'll try. Um, so I'll just jump play... in and correct you like I know what's going on. <laughs> I do not. We're going to play a game called True Confessions, which they play on Jimmy Fallon's show. Oh, cheers. We're cheersing. Cheers. It's just in the middle. The moment struck. Um, <laughs> I had to take a sip afterward. So, um, so we've each written down on two pieces of paper one true thing about us mm-hmm. and one false thing Correct. about us. I already forgot which number I gave which, so it's going to be fun. Same. Same. Okay. Um, <laughs> So the other two people will choose one and then you have to basically read your statement as a true statement. Mm-hmm. And, and then we will interrogate you. Yeah. And then the other two have 45 seconds to interrogate you about this. And then they have to guess whether it is actually true or false. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm not ready, but I'm let's ready. do it. <laughs> how, uh, how will we decide who goes first? I'll go first. You want to go first? Sure. Aw. You love to go first. I know. And Especially when you're nervous. In a while. Okay. I know. All right. All right. So, so do you guys want... I'll let you read your statement and then I'll start the timer. Yeah. Okay. Do, you guys want do we want one, one or two? Or number two? One or two. What are you feeling? One or two. I say two. You, okay. Let's do two. Two. All right. What have you got for us? Okay. I once stumbled upon a Pirates of the Caribbean premiere in New York. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to start those. 
Uh, we have 45 seconds. When did you come to New York? Um, I was 16. I think I was looking at colleges, potentially. What uh, year-ish would this have been? 2007. Did you see Johnny Depp? No, there was like a big wall and I couldn't see anything at what all. What theater was this premiere? I was like Lincoln Center or something. I what? didn't, I didn't, I was visiting, so I didn't know anything like my way it. around. Yeah. What number Pirates of the Caribbean franchise was this? I don't, I, like. How did you, how did you know it was a Pirates of the Caribbean? This is a terrible lie. <laughs> no, there was like, there was like a sign or something that clearly said, I think I jumped That's up in like. That's 45 seconds. Oh man. Is that crazy fast? It felt oh, fast. It felt fast. Okay. Ugh, that what was are we, fast. It was fast. We should maybe do a minute. I don't know. We can do it. It's okay. Whatever. Uh, I stopped it now. Let's say if you have a final question, ask it. Okay. Did you have a final question? No, I feel kind of confident. Okay. Yeah. What are, what are we thinking? I'm going to say it's a lie. There's no way Lincoln Center would sully themselves with the Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a lie. It is a lie. Oh, it yeah. happened in London, not New York. <laughs> 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 Fucking your European. Wait, I, I tried to do an accent and I didn't do it. Right. It was good. Keep going. Your European accent. It was can, like I, a weird... can I tell you my true it's thing that guy. happened? I want to hear I it. Want, okay. I want you guys to know. Um, but what if you want to save that for another my game? My dad's a twin. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's not. You would have known that. Um, I once passed out from choking on water. True thing. I think I knew that. I was wondering if you knew How? it. But... Did that happen? I was drinking water. I was at a tennis tournament, and oh, my friend told a joke, and I laughed, and I choked on water you and passed out until it cleared, and then I had a migraine for two days. <laughs> so you basically almost drowned. Yeah. You drowned on land. <laughs> you you would be the only person really that drowned at a tennis match. Are you a Are you a mermaid? <laughs> and you cannot function on. Why wouldn't that be land? your truth? <laughs> True story. I'm a mermaid. <laughs> I no, 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 that's too obvious. You got to tell them about the tennis match. Uh, okay. People okay. don't know this, but Amanda has a tail. Ooh! Oh, I God. just sorry. I was tipping forward in my chair. I almost fell into the into the podcast table. Oh no! All right, kind of stressful. All right, someone else go. Would you like to go next, or do you go. want me to? What do you want? One you or ready? two? Okay. What do we think? What do we think? One. I'm gonna go one. Okay. Mix it up. Oh my God! I do we just mind which one this is? All right. I have done the milk challenge three times. Okay. Um, um, what is the milk challenge? Yeah. That is when you drink a gallon of milk in an hour, and then you're not allowed to throw up in an hour. Uh, After that. Did you, uh, who challenged you to do it the first time? The first time I did it by myself, it was a New Year's resolution. Of resolu your own initiative. Yes, it was a New Year's resolution. I had just gone to Times Square for New Year's Eve, and I thought I should challenge myself. Why did you want to go to Times Square for New Year's Eve? I was new to New York, and I thought that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> right, that's um, the wrong answer. Um, did you uh, hear about the lady that died from drinking a, like gallons of water trying to win a week? I have not heard about that. I also don't know if that would have dissuaded me from trying right. this. Okay, did you complete the challenge at any point, or did you throw up every time? I drank a gallon of milk the first time, but then I threw up. And then the other two times, I could not finish the gallon. That was 52 that's seconds. smart. What do we think? I could hmm. say maybe true. Who goes to Times Square on New Year's Eve? That's what's making <laughs> me think that it's false. <laughs> if you're brand new to New York, maybe you don't know. You think it's cool still. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say false. We're going to oppose on this one. Okay. 
Yeah. Oh, it's true. God damn it. <laughs> two for two. I've you already won. thought I would. I really did go to Times Square <laughs> for New Year's Eve. Don't do awful, that. Awful. Even if you're a tourist, just don't fucking do it. If anything, it was the perfect thing to do the milk challenge because I was like putting my body through the worst things. No, I no, no. Done. So you did this on New Year's Eve? You, like, did it and then went to Times Square. I went to... I did it on New Year's Day. So I was, like, going through my New Year's resolutions. I was thinking you're big on New Year's resolutions. I really am. Has anyone... Have you kept your New Year's resolutions? I always get close. Okay. (laughs) I don't know the last time I made one, so... Yeah, I don't know. I don't either. I'm not real committed to anything. Okay. Um, I guess it's my turn. Uh, right, what do we want? One or I'm two? I'm going to hand you, Scott, would you be the timer, please? Because I can't time and answer questions. And it's till what time? Like, 45. Just 45 Hit start seconds. after I've read my statement. Um, and then 45 seconds and then just stop it. Like, she was in the middle of a question at 45, so I, like, let her finish. Yeah. Um, yeah. We won't be hard asses okay. on that. Okay. Okay. We can't be. It's <laughs> whatever. It happens very quick. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, do we want number one or number two? thinking i'm swirling them around like i'm on a game show but no one can see two 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 yeah uh i was once lost in a casino for hours in canada where in canada uh niagara falls um what made you lost uh i was what wearing a bathing suit and um, <laughs> that made you lost it well it wasn't it. it didn't make me lost but it made me more apprehensive to ask people for instructions because i was in a bathing suit and um i was trying to find an atm that took my card why did you want an atm to get money out well, well yeah <laughs> like, you needed money to like get right, not right lost. because i thought my card would work internationally and it didn't so i had oh, to like no. how old were you I was 19, which is the legal drinking age in Canada. Were you oh. drunk? Not yet. Hmm. All right, so. 49 seconds. Oh, man. What do you think? This swimsuit is really throwing me for a loop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that it's <laughs> not true. I'm going to say it's true. It is a true story. I knew that story. (laughs) Did you? I'm sorry. I really thought I hadn't shared that one yet. You had. I didn't know the part that you were in a bathing suit. Oh, but I I remember you saying you went to Canada for your birthday so you could drink, and then you were like trying to find an ATM and like walking around. I remember. Yeah, yeah. I was. How many hours are we talking? At least two. Like my friend got concerned and was like. Our phones didn't work because they told us they would work because we could see America. Like, from the hotel, they were like, it'll pick up the signal. It's fine. Didn't. <laughs> it, was like, it was like international. You can't use your don't phone. Go don't go to Canada. Don't fucking go to Canada. And so without a plan, an international plan. And uh, actually, they're super nice there. Border Patrol is just like, come on in. And then on the way back, they're assholes. That's so unlike um, them. Being nice. <laughs> I know. But, uh, no, I, uh, I left and I was like, since we didn't have our phones, I was like, I'll be right back or whatever. Every ATM I went to, they were like, this one isn't working. This one isn't working. You have to go to the casino. They'll have one that works. And I was just completely lost. Couldn't find anyone. It took me at least two hours. And it was like light when I left. And it was dark when I got back. And she was like, I didn't know who to call or what to do. And I couldn't 
oh. like text you and see if you're okay. And I was just like, no, I, yeah. Oh. And I, uh, I, I literally got money out of the ATM after like two hours and I get money out of the ATM and I am just like, yes, finally. Like I'm like yelling in a casino, like, thank God. Yes. Yes. And like people are looking at me. They're like, does she know that's an ATM? Like, <laughs> not like, a slot machine. That's not a game. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you, that's your money. <laughs> you put that in that account. House yeah. always wins. So that yeah. like surcharge. <laughs> Yeah, it was a mess. And then I literally oh, sprinted back and I was in a bathing suit top and shorts. <clears throat> nice. It was, it was a traumatic day. <laughs> it sounds traumatic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, so, wow. We are really good investigators. <laughs> that's our game. Um, Scott, before we go, uh, how can the people find you? You can find me on Instagram at my full fake name of Scotland, England. That's Scotland with two T's, England with a U instead of an A on the country. Um, Which is confusing as hell, so like hit repeat, oh repeat that. There is a back. full formula that you have to yeah, do yeah. to like, get there. Um, that's probably where I'll post updates on shows. Cool. Um, you can follow the Myconique Mike at Myconique Open Mike, and there's mm-hmm. like underscores there. Um, if you Google it, it'll autocorrect the spelling. It'll, yeah, it'll maybe. Sure. find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That's what I rely on. I supposedly have a Twitter, but I don't use it. At so. What was the venue called? Silver or something? Silver Factory Silver for the Factory. open mic. Yeah. Stonewall Inn for the show. Um, yeah. Yay. And follow Scott so you can see what else he's up to by the time You never know. Up. Yeah. You never know. Stonewall's going to change your life. Okay. Um, the As it has done for the rest of America. Uh, drunk history. <laughs> if you haven't, get with it. Watch the drunk history. It'll tell you how we got here. Also, get drunk. Also, also get, dr- get Honestly, drunk. Honestly, can I just say as a sidebar. This segment brought to you by Get Drunk. <laughs> Hashtag can Comedy Central. A, can that sponsor us? Is that a can we? Can I just like, that's my goal in life is to be asked to do drunk history um but like on something ridiculous like the history of makeup in the u.s but is it do you want to be the person that's drunk or you want to be an actor oh i want to be a storyteller i love to tell stories and i love to be drunk so let's do both those things um (laughs) doing the acting part would be fun too but uh so whenever i watch drunk history i'm real bad at being sober so i'll like watch it and i'll just be like oh i'm just gonna ha- i'm just gonna casually drink while i watch it and they're so drunk that i feel sober and then i just keep drinking and then i'm like i'm drunk now and I, I can't finish cleaning because i started doing this so yeah just you know yeah commit do your thing um anywho you can follow me in my drunken antics at uh Taffa trending on instagram and twitter great you can follow Amanda at at Amanda Krebs, K-R-E-B-S. Mm-hmm. Um, and follow What's the Point Pod mm-hmm. on Instagram and What's the Point PC on Twitter. We're trying to be better at it. But it's we really also hard. have a Facebook page that neither we of us have really a know how to operate. Page <laughs> and four people liked it this week. I know. So. In like a couple Analytics, days. Baby. I know. <laughs> but like in the in like whoever else liked it before that, we didn't know because we weren't it looking was at it. Just me. But it was like an up. It was an uptick very suddenly, and we were like, oh, maybe we should update I shouldn't this. have made the page. Maybe. But now it exists. <laughs> now and it's also, there and I, I think it. that, to your point, Facebook is such a good medium for comedy, and it hits this whole other audience. So I was like, we need to have it. We just also need to learn how to use it. Yeah. And we'll do Facebook ads, and I'll explain them to you. Yeah, one day. We've tried via text too many times, and I was like, let's just talk this Make out. Make that yeah. an episode, because I need to listen in. Okay. <laughs> About Facebook ads? I yeah. will I will interview you. Is what I know. Oh. I will interview you. do a mini-sode. You. 
Yeah, we'll do a mini-sode where I interview you about marketing strategies. About, that is my profession, so I do know a little bit about it. Things like remarketing and using Facebook ads. And all I can really say is that it's a lot cheaper than LinkedIn. I have two LinkedIn's because I lost both the passwords. And I can't reset the emails because I was an idiot and linked them to work emails that I don't have anymore. <laughs> so that's it. Great. I if you try to find me on LinkedIn, whoever is managing that account now, it's not me. Premium content going on. <laughs> right. That's our show. <laughs> and with that, like, uh, subscribe, rate, review. Those are all the words. I yeah. Think. We Link. love you all. Also, I was thinking this on the way here. If you really like we love to hear from people, um, messages on Twitter because one, Twitter or Instagram, like we check that regularly versus um, We do. I've had some people Facebook Messenger me, which is fine. You're allowed to do that. I just don't – I'm not on it as much, so I don't see it as quickly. You know what I mean? Like if you if you, if you you really want to say stuff and you want me to hear it and read it, <laughs> use one of the mediums I'm on. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but thanks for listening. We love you. Great. Bye. Bye. <laughs>